Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our full moon forecast. And so our full moon is coming up on November 12th, 2019, around 7.40 a.m. And so I'm here in Austin, Texas. 7.40 a.m. is about when it's going to take place for me. Depending on where you are in the world, the time may change. And so during a full moon, the moon and the sun are directly across from one another. The moon is absorbing as much light as it can. And so traditionally, when we think about a full moon, it's bright, it's full of this energy, soma, right? So soma is this nectar of the powerful moon, okay? Life force energy. And so the moon is receiving all of this light from the moon and the sun, excuse me, and the moon is preparing to shed. It's preparing to shed light. It's as bright as it can be. It can't get any brighter. It's only going to become darker after this moment. And so it's a wonderful time to release, let go. And I want to talk a little bit about Mercury retrograde with this because I think that they can really work well hand in hand. And so Mercury has been retrograding since October 31st. And when it began retrograding, it was in Scorpio. It appears to be moving backwards. It's not literally moving backwards. It's an optical illusion. It appears to be moving backwards back into the sign of Libra. And so even though it's an optical illusion, it still has a very real effect on people here on Earth. And so keep in mind, I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer. We look at the very precise astronomical placements of the planets. If you want to learn more about that, I have two different podcasts on it. And then there's tons of information on the internet that you're welcome to check out. So started in Scorpio, moved back to Libra. When Mercury is retrograding, Mercury rules technology, information, mass media, communication, dexterity, our speech, our ability to talk, our ability to cognitively process information. Because the moon is our mind and our intuition and what we know is right in our subconscious mind. Mercury is more like, I can cognitively process (laughs) these math equations or this music or Any type of, again, more intellectual analyzing is Mercury. So when Mercury is retrograding, we may find that our car has problems. Our printer, God forbid, stops working. Um, Our internet goes out. We make grammatical errors. We make spelling errors. We find that our tongue gets tied. Maybe we just can't get our words out. Um, And so... When Mercury retrogrades, okay, just keep in mind, retrograde, it's a wonderful time to do anything that begins with R-E, so re, redoing, revisiting, revising, refreshing, reconciling, reminding, remembering, um, reinforcing, 
redecorating. I think I said reorganizing already. It's really good for reorganizing. And the list goes on and on. But when Mercury is retrograding, it's really good at forcing us to do these things. It's not even just like if we, with awareness, choose to harness these qualities during Mercury retrograde, it's going to do really well. And if we don't consciously decide to do it, we're going to have to do it anyway. And so it's a really good time to choose to do these things. My partner, uh, he's very mercurial anyway. And so when I say mercurial, I mean, if your rising sign is Virgo or Gemini, if your moon sign is Virgo or Gemini, or if you have many planets in either one of these signs, it's going to impact you more. And so I'm lucky Mercury retrograde doesn't impact me very much, knock on wood. Um, I would say for me, it's more of like communication. I have, I, I do tend to have a little bit more trouble with arguments and communication. My rational mind, sometimes I'll be like, no, I'm right, even though I know that I'm not. And then I have to go back and apologize or something to this effect. He has been, he reorganized his entire house. He re, he opened his emails and has cleaned out his entire email box. Like these are the types of things that mercurial people love to do. And now they have a good opportunity to do it. And (laughs) it's a great time. You'll benefit from it. Okay. So if you're a mercurial person, keep it in mind, maybe clean your house, reorganize, go through your emails, things of that nature. It's going to make you happy anyway. But so that's kind of how mercury retrograde can work. But with this full moon, because it's a good time to shed layers of ourself. When mercury is retrograding, it's not a good time to begin something new that's big. So it's not a good time to sign contracts. It's not a good time to buy a house. It's not a good time to get married. Anything that requires a signed legal document, Mercury retrograde is not an auspicious time for any anything like that. It's also not an auspicious time to begin like really big intention setting with ourselves. So if there is something that we've been wanting to begin, if there's like a diet we've been really wanting to try or a workout regimen or like even with substance. If you've been wanting to like really quit a substance and make it a big ordeal. Um, If you've been wanting to begin a new relationship. Now Venus usually rules relationship. I'm just telling you, you might want to steer clear of this when Mercury is retrograding. And you'll see, once you start noticing, if you begin something big during Mercury retrograde, it typically won't last very long. Or once Mercury stations and goes direct, you may just find that strange things come of this topic later. Same thing with starting a business. Not a good time to start a business. What it is a good time for, in combination with this full moon energy, is looking back within yourself, introspection, reminding yourself of what your intentions have been. What intentions have you forgotten about? 
And oftentimes, these moments of reflecting, reminding, revisiting these past intentions, these past thoughts can be just as, if not more powerful than setting a new intention. I think that sometimes we get hung up on this idea of like, oh, it's a new intention. I get to begin fresh. What about what you've already got and what you've already been working with? And so looking back, maybe you've been trying to quit. Maybe you've been trying to exercise regularly. Maybe you've been trying to work with your anger. So you look at these past intentions and you, you know, dust it off, blow off the cobwebs, and you recommit to that. And so it is a wonderful time for this type of activity and allowing this bright full moon's power and energy to absorb it for you and help you shed the layers of it. And a lot of this is surrender. I I believe that the universe wants to give us what we want. I truly believe that. And I think that sometimes we don't get what we think we want, but it's for a greater reason. Sometimes we, you know, we think that we really want this person or we think that we really want this job and the universe decides, you know what, there's something so much better and bigger waiting for you, but you're going to have to do this work inside of yourself before I'm going to let you have it. And then once you surrender to that and you do the work necessary, the universe is going to gladly hand you over what you what you've been wanting maybe just in a way that you didn't even you weren't even able to imagine and so i think truly that this is a good time to do that inner work and there are a few different reasons why i say that one is when mercury begins retrograde in scorpio it does bring up these inner demons scorpio is about secrets and it's about sexuality and um, alcohol, substance. Uh, it's also transformation and yoga and kundalini energy. When Mercury begins retrograding here, it can bring up like hidden deep secrets of ourselves, of our psyche. And so you may find like, oh my God, like I'm thinking about these triggers or I'm thinking about this trauma that I experienced. These things are likely to come up into your cognitive thinking. And then once they move back into Libra, it gives you the opportunity to really soften it. When in Libra, it's a great time to seek counseling, to seek conversation with a friend, to make amends with your partner. I'm not saying to treat your friends and partner like a counselor by any means, but I'm saying it's a great time to come together with another willing adult to reconcile. And Mars is retro, or excuse me, Mercury is retrograding. And now in the sign of Libra, it's with the sun and it's with Mars. And so you may find that people are more apt to vocalize what they think is true and right. 
they're also going to be open to hearing other people's opinions. I do want to keep in mind that Jupiter, K2, and Saturn are in the sign of Sagittarius. And so thank God I've been talking about this. Jupiter finally made that transit into the sign of Sagittarius. It's bringing such a benefic quality. But remember, Sagittarius is extremism. They are so fixated on their belief. And so with all this energy in Sagittarius and now this energy in Libra, people may be more willing to stick to their beliefs, to be really radical in their thoughts and ideas. It could be a time for heated debate. Having these planets in Libra, it does make it softer and people especially people you're close with, may be more open to hearing your perspective. It's a, it is a good time to come together in partnership or with close friendship and discuss your ideas and beliefs, but it's going to take both of you being open to hearing one another. I think that on the global scale, it's going to be a really interesting time in the political arena because Mercury, Mars, and Sun <laughs> it's just like a really heated little ball of energy. Okay. Like when Mercury and Mars are together, this is like the lawyer conjunction. If you see this in somebody's chart, they're typically going to be good at debate. They're going to be intelligent. Their mind is going to move quickly and they're going to, they're going to be good at arguing. And the sun is the government and it's our ego and it's our soul. So people may be a little bit tied to their ego in a way because they're not trying to make amends with somebody. They're trying to get their point across whenever we're looking at it at a more global level. Um, and so it may be a little bit more of a, an extreme time or overly righteous time. Sagittarius is also very righteous whenever we're looking at all the planets in there in that sign. Um, but for you personally, it's a good time to get your point across, recognize what your needs are and communicate them and also be able to hear what others' needs are. And if you're not really even interested in another, then I think it's a wonderful time for you and your inner work. It really is. It's a powerful, powerful time for you, your inner work, your relationship to yourself. It is a good time to seek a counselor that you may already know. If you're wanting to meet a new counselor, maybe waiting until November 20th. Um, or if you want to see a counselor just for a few times, it'd be a good time. Um, but when planets are retrograding, it does kind of internalize these processes. So it is a good time to reflect always. And so discussing more about our full moon in detail, it is going to be in the sign of Aries. And so Aries is hot. It's a go-getter. It's inspirational. It's a cardinal sign. And so cardinal signs are all about getting up and doing. They don't like to sit around. They don't like to philosophize about ideas. They get an idea in their head and they go for it. More specifically, it's in the nakshatra of Bharani. And now this is really powerful. Bharani is the yoni star of birth. Okay, so Barani is represented by a yoni, the female organ, what brings life into the world. And it's represented by yama, which is interestingly enough, 
the God of death. And so the God of death resides here in this constellation. And it said that he waits for at the end of life, and he'll collect all of the lost souls and spirits that are waiting to be reborn into the world. And he directs them to where they're meant to go. And so if you believe in reincarnation, which really, if you want to study Vedic astrology, reincarnation is kind of (laughs) very important. Um, He waits for the recycled souls that have not yet completed all of their earthly work. And he'll redirect them to where they need to go in order to make amends with that. And so we have this nakshatra that represents birth and death, the recycling of that energy, which makes it an even more powerful time to recycle through those past intentions and, you know, who we've been and remind ourselves that just because we gave up or we forgot or something was an obstacle, it doesn't mean that we're any less powerful or any less capable of achieving it. Nothing generally gets finished on the first try. We always have to go back and try again. And so I think that this is a really good time to, to revisit those past intentions and past areas of ourselves. Give them a little bit of love and attention and compassion, right? So this is my full moon forecast. I hope that it was helpful for you. A little less organized than usual, but I'll blame it on Mercury. (laughs) Um, If you would like to get a reading from me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcasts. Please remember that Astrology Now is partnered with New Moon Yoga, and they give us a special discount for listeners. You can go to their website, newmoon-yoga. Our promo code is newmoon10 to get a discount off of mala beads and essential oils. So go and check them out. They're wonderful. Um, And hopefully I will hear from you soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.